Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at boxingbear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at thecookiebarnwaco.com. So they're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them, and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Welcome back to another edition of the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. Lloyd Phillips, yeah, doing it right every day. Uh, it's a jingle I'm working on. Uh, how's everybody doing um, this week? You know, I'm glad to be back for a, another episode. You know, uh, by the way, and if you listen every week, you know how it goes. I actually, I, and I actually probably say that exact same line at the first of every show. Um, you know, things happen in life. I tell stories, and sometimes it leads to old stories. But something happened this week um, that I feel like uh, I, I literally I could do way more. I could do way more than a half hour on these stories. But growing up as a kid. In the small town I grew up uh, in, uh, which, you know, you've heard me say it, if you listen to enough of these, I grew up in a town called Locust Grove, Oklahoma. And so I moved into a house uh, when, at ages four, five, six, somewhere in there. I don't remember the, the exact year, but we built this uh, house. And, and our neighbor, our neighbor was uh, Steve and Mary Bell. You know, normally I don't, I don't say people's names, but... Uh, they were my neighbors and, uh, like there's a lifetime of stories, but the reason I'm talking about it is, is that, um, you know, my, Steve, I still call them my neighbors. Uh, my neighbor, Steve 
passed away in 2017. Um, and, uh, and, and his wife passed away. I, I, I personally actually only called her Mary, even though the world called her Ma, Ma Bell. And so she passed away a couple of days ago. And, and the thing is, is like, I, I usually don't try to say people's names and, uh, and during this whole time, I, I, it's not like I do tribute shows, but they were my neighbors in my whole growing up time of life. But, you know, we, we weren't like intimately involved where I was at their house every day. Well, I mean, basically I was at their house every day. We we're next door neighbors, but like we didn't have like family cookouts and things like that. Maybe a time or two, but it wasn't about that. It's just I spent a large portion of my early childhood and they were always around. I know recently. Um, the reason I'm friends with the people I'm friends with is because I lived in this neighborhood. Uh, growing up, or you know, when I moved to, uh, to the community I live in now, uh, I had these next door neighbors, and they essentially become like family. Even though they may irritate you, and you may irritate them, it's it's like they're family when you're that close. And so I feel this way about about Steve and Mary. Well, so anyway, I think I just said Mary, Mary passed away and and I started thinking, I was looking on Facebook and you have all these people. She was a teacher for a long time and, um, and, and being a teacher, I believe it's at 32 years. Uh, you know, the community knows you because you were there for so many people. Well, so whatever, whatever year I moved in, I don't know, four, five, six, somewhere in there. Uh, and I just remember like I got, I have these lifetime of stories. And, and they were cool, but here's the thing, like growing up, she was always like really nice. She was a really nice lady and she was nice to me and she was nice to my mom and dad. And they were, they were friends. Um, but you know, like randomly she would like accuse me of things, uh, that I didn't actually do, but I, but I get her suspicions. I'll give you an example. I was playing catch in the front yard one day you know, with a baseball, me and my friend. And throwing it back and forth. Now, I didn't look at her car. I didn't pay attention to it. I didn't I didn't see it at all. This similar story happened a couple of times uh, in my childhood. Well, so she walks out in the morning, and she looks at her car, and, like, the back window's knocked out. Back window from memory. I think that's what it was. But the back window was knocked out of her car. The back passenger window. And so, just playing. I'm not, I don't even, she comes out. I mean, she's my neighbor. I see her all the time. It's not like I turn around and, and yell at her every time. And uh, you're playing catch. She's like, did you do this? And I'm like, what? She's like, did you do this? And I'm like, do what? And you know, I turn around and the window's knocked out, which I didn't notice when I was just playing catch in the front yard. And she's like, I was like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't do that. And she's like, you didn't do this. And I remember, you know, in my adult brain. When I tell this story in my adult brain, I think because I didn't do it right. And it's okay for her to ask I was playing catch, uh, by the way, and her the car was like 20 feet away from where I was standing. So like I get the reasons for the questions, but I didn't do it. So either somebody hit it with something or if it were a throwing object wouldn't it be in the back seat i don't know i didn't investigate i was like eight so i didn't i wasn't smart enough then to be like uh well i didn't do it but is there a brick or a rock in your back seat mary um yeah i didn't do it uh that happened like two times in my life that, that she did that and uh yeah i didn't do it mary i'm 42 i didn't do it i don't know who did it you know but, but listen she knows her kids. They know it. If they hear this show, it's kind of funny. But, like, 
I mean, it's not like they were angels. I don't know who they made mad or who didn't like them. I have no idea. No, I didn't knock your car window out. I would have told you. I would have knew the beating that was going to be in, that would have ensued uh, had it not from her, but from my dad, you know. But uh, yeah, I would have. I, I'm that person. I would have told you. I wouldn't have been like, okay, I'm going to act like I didn't knock it out. I'm going to open her back seat. I'm going to open. I'm going to open her back door and pull the baseball out and be like, yeah, I don't know, man. Looks like somebody else. Must have been a other neighbor. Must have been another neighbor who threw a baseball through your window. Anyway, it wasn't me. It, it legitimately, I would for sure tell you on the podcast now. It wasn't me. But, you know, anyway. Remember, she's a school teacher. And so I thought, and I'm, I'm going to get to her husband also. Um, I thought, because being neighbors that long would be an automatic pass. Now, I don't know. I don't know if I was anybody's favorite student of their teaching career. I don't. Some people thought I was funny. Some people thought I was over the top. Some people probably hated me, I would assume. And uh, I thought being next door neighbors for, I don't know, 14 years, 13 to 15 years. Nah, 14 years, 13 years, somewhere in there, whatever. I thought being neighbors that long would have counted for something when I got to school. She's like, oh, she knows me. I know her. Look, I'm funny. She knows I'm loud. That's what I would have thought. So like, I got to her class. I was, I, I thought, I'm sophomore English, I believe. And, um, you know, I, I got in there. I, you know, I do my thing. <laughs> I do my thing, whatever my thing is. Um. I, she wasn't feeling it. And I was like, oh, it'll get better because we're neighbors. Probably just a bad day. You know, that's what I thought the first week or two. Probably just a bad day. Wow, she's going to figure it out. Um, I'm pretty sure being next door neighbors, I'll say it as as most people say. I Like I said, I only called her Mary, but so many people called her Ma Bell. So as I experienced it, uh, Ma Bell was not amused by any. Zero. She was amused by zero of my antics ever. And, uh... Not only was I not her favorite student ever, which I thought, I just like truly thought like, oh, she's going to love me. This is going to be great. I think it was complete opposite. I, I still to this day think that she loved me at home. I think she hated me at school. Uh, not amused by me at all. Zero amused. I mean, she used to scream at me and all at school. So, but I tell you what, that's, that's commendable about that. I'll, I'll tell you. I mean, I was loud. I was a little over the top. I was, uh, I don't know what word you want to use, but it, did I disrupt her class? Yeah, probably more than I should have. Um, but here's the, here's the thing, especially if you're a business person. She completely was able to separate school from home. Cause it's not like I got, uh, got home and she hated me. Not, I mean, I don't know what she would tell Steve at night time. I, I don't know that. But, but a very, a very nice person. Like it wasn't like she got homes. Like, you know what? I hate him so bad at school. I can't even look at his face at home. It wasn't like that. She was still normal, which is, which was further confusing for a child. You know, whatever age I was 15, 16. Yeah. I think 16, uh, further confusing for a 16 year old. They were like, wait, she's cool at home. Why does she hate me at school? I'm kind of confused. And to be honest, like, I mean, you think there'd be some give and take. Here's what I know as a kid growing up. Whenever there was a teacher who was over the top, like mean, and people knew like, oh, that teacher's mean. Um, and then teachers knew I was a little wilder than regular kids. Like, I know, I know that teachers knew that. So I thought 
and and it happened for most of my life to be honest uh some of my most favorite teachers were the the who historically for the for their teaching careers most people were like oh they were mean some of those teachers were my most favorite teachers because there was like a give and take they would be like okay well this kid's an idiot and uh and i know i'm strict and and i just think like subliminally or if that's the correct word for this i think they'd be like well i know that i'm gonna have to be a little lighter because he's an idiot and and in return for me knowing that teacher was so mean to other people i'm like well i guess i could tone it down a little for them because they're gonna completely hate me and then it just was like a perfect mesh and i thought that it would be like that oh no no not at school absolutely not um so you're talking about being able to separate um, home life from uh, from professional life. And in that scenario, for that case, there, I don't believe there's any better. I felt completely loved as, as a kid and a neighbor at school. No, you know, conform or, you know, or, you know, you figure it out. <laughs> I don't know if I did. Uh, but so so many memories. You know, the first job. And you can't actually work because of child labor laws. It's not like I was sprinting down to the local refinery. Well, we didn't have that in where I grew up. It wasn't like I was sprinting down to the industrial park but uh, or like a convenience store. But my first job that anybody paid me for was yard mowing. And I'm probably, I don't know, I could have been eight, nine, maybe when I started, maybe 10. Like, yeah, mow our yard. And I remember how cool. I think for memory, I think they paid me $30. And a long time ago. Now, I'm not telling you that I lived in the era where, where a cheeseburger was five cents. You know, I didn't do that because I, I always hear people, I used to get a cheeseburger for five cents. I got a cheeseburger and I got a, and I got a drink for five cents. Yeah, I, I didn't live in that era, but but I $30 was a lot of money, and they paid me that as a kid. And so I think about the neighborhoods that I, I have lived in now. Um, Well, remember, I just stole my house, but the, the neighborhood I lived in, you know, the yards are manicured. And these people are paying me to mow their yard. There's no telling what their yard looked like at all. I know it wasn't a good job. There's no way it was a good job, but they continue to pay me. And uh, I the yard got mowed. I'm just saying nothing was manicured. Nothing. It's not like I went over and above. I didn't even know what over and above was. I was eight or nine. I just was like, okay, well, there's grass, and it looks tall, and I'll mow it. They, but they always pay me. So thank you for the work ethic. Uh, you know, my dad probably instilled it because he probably made me do it even when I didn't want to. So There's some of that too. But these people allowed me to do work for them. And they still pay me. And it allowed me to do it year after year knowing, remember, because I just left like a manicured yard. I didn't edge their driveway. To be honest, I don't recall weed eating their front yard ever. Never. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it did. I have no idea. I just know they paid me. What great people. Thank you for starting my work life. I mean, like, truly, thank you for starting. That's how that's how it went. And and anyway, the the lady was great, and I did love her. I love her now, like I do. This, it's, it's a fact. Uh, we did not get along at school. <laughs> None. We didn't get along. But I, I literally, I love the lady. And there's so many people. Who will be like, oh, she's the greatest teacher ever. I mean, you just go down. I, you know, I'm not I didn't I'm not reading Facebook quotes, but there's a lot of people who have responded. So now here's now I'm gonna talk about uh, Steve. So 
I grew up in a small town, like I said, and there was a local uh, cafe, just like there is in so many small towns where there's a local cafe, and you and you'll go in and you'll see all those old guys sitting around. So as a eight, you know, at that time, I don't know, six to ten, six to fifteen, I would go in this place. It was called. I'll just say the name, just because you know people listen around there. So I would go to Cook's Cafe, and the thing is, is I'm I'm overemphasizing. Infer, that's not a word. I'm overemphasizing cafe because that's not what it's called where I grew up. I'd be like, hey, you can go down to Cook's Cafe, Cafe, Cafe. That's what you say. That's what people called it where I grew up. I'm going to go down to Cook's Cafe. You want to go to Cook's Cafe? Anyway, so I we went down there often. I, 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 I didn't eat breakfast there every day, but if I was with my grandma and grandpa, we would go to Cook's all the time. Um. As a, as a child, I, I cannot, t- I, I've been there 500 times, probably uh, maybe more growing up. Uh, I've been there so many times anyway. So there was a table of guys that sat there and I can't now I, I can just tell you who's in my head, but I don't remember. I don't remember every single person. Cause it could have been a guy named Ooch Campbell. Uh, it, it could have been Steve Bell. Uh, it could have been Jim Gore. And I'm saying it just for people who, uh, who were listening around there. I remember Sonny Cody being down there. I remember Cotton Holman being down there. I remember Johnny Holman being down there. I just remember, and there, there's more than that. And if I skip some people, I apologize because there was more than that, but, the, but it was a round table and everybody knows these local cafes that, that exist all over the country where these old men who have grew, grown up in the community, they'll show up the funniest stories as a kid. I was a kid though. And, and I couldn't even imagine if I could go back now just to hear the, the underhanded adult humor. I'm not saying they were like dirty. That's not what I mean. But the, uh, but as a kid, you don't understand everything that they're saying, but I, but even as a child, I remember setting, uh, close to that table (laughs) and this is crazy. This is crazy. Like I'm not looking at, uh, by the way, I don't even want to be like these people, but I'm just saying like, it's not like I was looking at Bill Gates or, or, uh. Mark Zuckerberg or Jeffrey Bezos. It's not like I was looking at a table of billionaires, but I was looking at a table full of people that I knew everybody loved in that community. Now, look, somebody might not like that guy or that guy or that guy, but overall, like these guys were loved and they were funny. And I just remember being a kid as a kid, hearing their stories and laughing really hard and thinking it was great. And they like bag on each other, but really everybody else (laughs) who was around I wanted to be those guys when I grew up. I wanted to sit at that table. I remember thinking as a kid, one day I'm going to sit at that table. And I wanted to sit at that table literally my whole life when I grew up there. The people were so funny. You know, they had their own, they grew up together. They had their own stories, just like I got my stories for for my friends. And uh, so my neighbor Steve was a part of that table. And... Man, he was funny. He was such a funny guy. But here, but but even though I said all that, because every single time, here's where I'm I'm, I'm kind of confused. Now, your memory escapes you when you get 42 years old. It's not like you remember every single day. But from memory, from memory, I do not recall ever, ever, ever walking in to Cook's. Here, let me do it like I'm in the hometown. I don't ever remember walking in Cook's Cafe. <laughs> And not seeing those guys at the round table from memory, which leads me to believe because I'm doing math. I mean, I started going there in like 83 
And and some of these guys, they're not. They haven't all passed away, but most of them have. They used to sit at that table. Um, oh, I don't know. Maybe all right. I I I can't remember. But from doing just mental math really fast, those guys were like forty. That's like they were my age. They were my current age sitting at that table. That's what I think from memory. They could have been a little older, but even if they were 10 years older, if they were 52 years old, what are these guys? Well, I know what, I know what Steve did for a living, but what are these guys, what do they all do for a living? They were there every day. Man, it was like eight o'clock, seven, eight, nine o'clock. That's, you know, that, in my head, once again, that's, that's the time I think it was, but they were there, every day. They were there every day. It was the, the greatest time ever. And, you know, for memory, thinking back to them doing that, I'm, what did you guys do for a living? They hung out and told, I, it probably wasn't all day. Remember, this is from memory. I was a child. But they were there all day, it felt like. Every time I walked in those doors, you'd see them at that table. What a, what a great experience. And that place isn't even open anymore. It's almost like I want to buy it just for nostalgia purposes and make it a breakfast restaurant, uh, breakfast and lunch restaurant only no dinner, just breakfast and lunch. What a great place that was. I literally, I wanted to be those guys. So, you know, when, when, uh, I don't know how you word it. It's probably bad wording, but like when an era, when a chapter closes, when a, when a, when a book closes, a life closes, because that's the thing. My attachment was to two people who were my neighbors. And, you know, and after, you know, um, I'm, 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 once again, I'm using this for hometown. When Ma Bell passes away, it like closes that chapter. Now, she still has kids. And uh, uh, a couple of them, two or three of them still live in the area. Uh, one doesn't. I don't know where he lives. Um, so, you, you know, so the legacy is, is it's still carrying on. But for me, those those were my neighbors because that their, their kids were so much older than me. They were basically gone. They lived there for a couple of years when I was a kid. Uh, one lived there for a little longer. But, you know, basically the, the, they were gone. So, like, closes a part of my life, people I knew. And, that man, I... What a, what a, I feel like great couple. Steve used to come to my house. This is what he would do. I, I, I never forget this to this day. What they don't know is we imitate Steve quite often throughout adult life because he would come over and tell stories. And by the way, he was funny. And, and I probably, if I was like older, he was probably make you fall out of your chair. Funny. I, I thought he was funny as a kid. I can only imagine if I got half his humor, uh, you know, adult humor when I was a child, he would come over, he'd knock on the door, he'd come visit all the time from memory. seems like every day, every other day, he'd knock on the door, you'd open the door. And my, my name, my name is Lloyd Dale. That's my name. But he would, he would say, he'd be like, Lord Dale. I'm like, Hey, St Hey Steve. He's like, Lord Dale, what are you doing? Lord Dale. And I'm like, nothing. And he would come in and he would, it didn't matter. If my dad was there. Uh, he'd tell stories. If it was just my mom there, he'd tell stories. If I was there, he'd tell stories. And he would always do the same thing. He would sit on the couch. He would start talking. He would move to the edge of his seat. He would then sit in the floor. Uh, he would then act like he's got to go. And then he would tell more of the story. And then he would sit back on the couch. And then he would edge towards the edge of the couch. Then he would sit on the floor. 
And then he'd start another story. It's what he did. He did it every time. He, he, you would always think that he was going to go. I don't remember the transition. I don't remember if he said, I'm getting ready to go. I don't know if he said that. I just remember him sitting on the couch, then sitting on the edge of the couch, then sitting on the floor, kind of like a knee down or whatever, like he's getting ready to go. And then he would restart. He would get back up on the couch. <laughs> and that's what he did. He did it every time. We imitate him. We I've imitated him forever. My brother still does it. Still is like, Lord Dale. And you, you start telling a story, and that's that's how I would do it. And uh, it seems like from memory, I don't even think he said bye. When he finished the last story, I don't even think he said bye. I think he stood up and just walked out. That's what he did. <laughs> that's, that's what he did. Uh, and it was great. I, you know, I, 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 uh, I loved that little neighborhood. You know, like some of my best friends of my life and people, some people skip like even like friend levels. It's just like their family. And that's because that's where I lived growing up. And, uh, you know, I, I feel the same. So the, their kid, their kid was the one who, uh, when I signed up to go to the Marine Corps, he was the recruiter. He, like, he's the guy who did it. And it's funny because he wasn't even calling me. He wasn't calling me at all. He was calling my brother. And at the time, I thought I was, at the time, I was like, oh, no. I'm going, whatever I thought. I'm going to the major leagues. I'm going to the NFL. Whatever I thought it is I was going to do which obviously none of that happened. Uh, and, and he was just a recruiter now calling until he said, you know, his name. And I'm like, Oh, Hey, what are you doing? Steve? Hey, his name is Steve too. Uh, Steven actually probably Steven, but I only call him Steve. So I'm like, Hey Steve. Uh, and, uh, yeah, well he signed me up. So, so I have this whole life history that spawned from this family. You gave me my first job. You put me in the military, you know, my first, <laughs> my, my first accusal of knocking windows out. I didn't knock your windows out. Have I knocked went, listen, I'm not going to go in depth with this a hundred percent. No, Mary, I didn't knock your windows out, but uh, child, child, look, I was a child and I'm not even going to tell you, I'm not even going to tell you, I'm not even going to go in depth. I, I'm not going to get specific. Have I knocked windows out of my life? Probably. It's a long time ago. I was a minor too, so it's not like you're going to, and I'm not telling you any stories. Have I knocked the window out? Yep. Not, not hers. Never. Uh, yeah. Have I thrown rocks? No. Uh, have, um, not moving cars. Not that, not that, but yeah. Have I thrown rocks at cars and people's driveways? Probably when I was an idiot, right? When I was a kid, you know, maybe, but not hers. Anyway, so you start. So basically, it's like I owe. It's like I owe half my life to these neighbors <laughs> in the neighborhood. Got a got a friend request just today from a childhood neighbor who I was trying to look up because I'm like, man, where's this guy at? Like, whatever happened to him? Literally, uh, not even today. Not even today. Like thirty minutes before I started this podcast. I got a friend request from my next door neighbor, cross the street neighbor who I was trying to look up like two weeks ago. I'm like, hey, does this guy even exist anymore? And he, and he popped up. That's crazy. Anyway, it's funny what your childhood brings you. It's funny how you get shaped. And, and I, and I did it, uh, there. I remember Steve used to sit on his back porch every day and he would watch me play sports. I don't know if he was analyzing me. I don't know if he was trying to figure out if I was good or if I, if I wasn't good. But he would sit on his back porch and watch me and my friends play football, watch me and my friends play baseball. 
he didn't watch me play basketball, however. He, that's not a thing he did. Um, and, uh, you know, I just read this obituary earlier, and, and it said she loved all sports. Okay. Uh, look, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that, but it said something like, oh, yeah, she loved all sports, and it went through the list, and it said basketball. Now, listen, everybody that knows this lady knows. I'm not saying she didn't love basketball. For all I know, she played. I don't know. She could have played basketball. She. I'm just saying for my memory, listen, hey, let's just tell it like it is. She didn't like basketball. She loved wrestling, and that's the same season, which leads me to believe I don't even know if she ever watched a basketball game unless her kids played from childhood because she loved wrestling, and every wrestler who ever wrestled knows that she loved wrestling. She didn't like basketball. I mean, you know, whatever. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying what I remember. And um, why did I say all that? Because when I was a child, I loved to play basketball. I did it seemed like almost every day. There was a park by my house, and I had a goal at my house. I do not recall Steve watching me play basketball. I don't think I care about that at all. But I played baseball and football. He was on the back porch. He watched me every day. Anyway, a uh, lot of rambling. Uh, I know it's a weekly podcast. Usually I save like these super personal ones, super personal uh, podcasts like this. I usually save them, you know, for like maybe a Thursday special when I do it. Um, but this just happened. And, uh, you know, I, I love these people that, uh, you know, some shape of my life. Of course, my parents are there too. And I got other best friends, but you know, there's some shape to my life and it, and it existed, uh, because of, uh, those people. So that's it. Uh, love everybody. Uh, thanks for listening, uh, to the, to the show. You know, it feels weird to kind of like, I, I guess you'd title it like a tribute show instead of a regular one, but, uh, it happened and I've known these people forever. So, uh, so it's dedicated to the bell family. We're praying for you guys. Uh, love you.